Hello, y'all. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Um, <clears throat> we are back in the new segment called the review room. All right. And first on the review room, first show that we're gonna be reviewing is the haves and the have-nots season five. Now, this season five episode one after they took their little breaky break, so they back and whatnot. And I know I'm kind of late because episode three come on today. I got episode two DVR. I'm going to watch that and I'm hopefully I'm going to have that up for y'all today too as well. Go ahead and knock that out for you. Watch it. Knock it out. So then that way when, see, when episode three come on tonight, I can have that for y'all too. Oh, and I got to come back with y'all for the update on the 2018 already list because we have some more candidates who are on the list for um as of January. I mean there's still gonna be some people more people added to it as soon as I can find my pen. There's gonna be some more people added to it. But I had an update on that too. I'm coming back with that as well. Oh then my pen go. Okay. One moment. So as far as we're talking about the hands and the have nots. So, this is episode one of season five of the have and have nots. And my notes, I have like <laughs> three pages of notes front and back on one episode. I write big though, so that's probably why. But, um, first thing, <clears throat> I like my checking the polls. Um, First thing is first, um, it um, started off with Jeffrey being in the slammer. His little boo thing, the white cop, um, comes to like kind of AKA rescue him or whatever and takes him into the interrogation room to flirt with him and you know, just harass him a little bit more. Um, white cop um, comes off a little psycho. I mean, I knew he was crazy before, but he just, he's just playing, yeah, he's a little crazy, crazy. And no one's here for it. Now, I guess the saying is true. Once you go black, y'all know the rest. <laughs> I don't have to say it. Jeffrey must be laying that down good. Um, Jeffrey's thinking about Boo Boo could have done exactly to his mama. Because, you know, he was talking about some, oh, just don't worry about it. I handle it. He was like, no, what did you do to my mom? What do you mean you handle it? He was like, I got us. We're going to be happy forever. And you're never going to leave me because I'm crazy. And I'm like, you know, mm-mm, I'm not, mm-mm. I'm not really feeling it like that. And then, you know, he put him back in the cuffs, didn't try to be frisky. Jeffrey ain't really feeling it, but he feeling it. Mm-mm. It's kind of like that morning, you know, you wake up in the morning, they're trying to, no, I'm not really in the mood. And they still trying to press you, like, okay, well, I guess it's you, you really want it. You know, that's the vibe I was getting off of that. Next up, it was Catherine, Hannah, and Benny had came back from viewing... Q's body. Now, Q, if y'all remember from before the season went on its break, Q is Hannah's grandson, Benny's nephew, and Candace's son. Well, was because, you know, he got killed. But they had came back from viewing his body. And, you know, I just love Catherine and Hannah's relationship. Through all these seasons, their relationships are one of the most nicest ones that I love. Like, I really love their relationship. It's, it's, 
it's strong, but it, you know, it has its points like any good relationship, but I really love their relationship. It's really nice. It's just all about it. Um, you know, Catherine throws in some spiritual stuff, you know, trying to give Hannah to lift up her spirits, you know, how Hannah used to do when Catherine was going through her breast cancer situation. And, you know, she tried to throw it back. Well, you know, God always has a way. And Hannah's like, yeah, I know, but, you know, it's just hard. You know, Hannah been going through that mess for a minute now. I'm kind of ready for Hannah to snap out of it. But she's grieving, so I'll, I'll give her that. But it's, she's been grieving for a, a good minute now. Um, you know, she's still stuck on the death of her grandson. And I think Catherine got a new boo, some young boy, the owner of the hotel. Or whatever, like, you're way younger than her. I'm like, Catherine. How old are you now? And um, I don't know, but her accent seems to be a lot stronger on this episode. I guess it's going to be stronger for these seasons versus the last four seasons. Mm. All right, y'all, where I leave off? Um, Benny and Mitch are in the um, kitchen, and they're talking about, um, you know, God talk or whatever. Benny trying to get this tow truck business, but he would not let that tow truck business die. Benny, let it go. Do something else. Do get a corporate job. Flip a burger or two at the at the good Waffle House. Something, you know, just get you a different job. But he would not let this towing thing go to the point where he's willing to get money, loan money from Mitch's family who are in the mafia, some type of mafia. And you know that's dirty money. Like he's willing to go that far just to get his towing back. He's this whole pride thing and him getting back on his feet is really going too far. I feel like that's gonna come back and bite him in the butt because you know that mm -mm, that's just dirty money. You don't need that. You don't you don't need that. Further down, Biddy pops up on Candace. Candace went back to her tricky ways, trick or treat without the treats. She went back to her tricky ways. Um, she's, um, she's, um, going back, you know, instead of sleeping with the men, she used to be at escort, instead of sleeping with them, she's just getting them to come up to her hotel, and then she's stealing their wallets and telling them to go home, and she's gonna blackmail them. I mean, she on some thug stuff, but, you know, Candace usually is. Benny pops over, and he, like, you know, gives her the one, too, like, you know, Candace, you can do better for yourself. Candace, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing what I know best. And Benny, like, you you so much better than that. You could do way more than that. And I think she could, too. Benny, you know, tells her, oh, she just feel like this because she's trying to avoid her son's death. And Kenneth gets all emotional, like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know my son. You don't know my son. I'm hurting. I'm grieving. And she over here trying to seek ve vengeance and all that stuff. But how you going to seek ve vengeance by stealing all these rich white men's wallets? And then sending them home to their wives. And their wives ask, honey, where your credit card? I'm trying to buy me something from the good old Macy's. And I can't get nothing because your credit card is stolen. And he got to come up with some elaborate scream. Oh, I lost that job or something. Like, it's just too much. I don't know how you get vengeance like that. Um, so they have a little back-to-back -back moment. And then Candace basically kicks him out. And she's sitting there reflecting as she needs to do. Because she got a lot of dumb to do it on. Um... Back with Jim, he at the hotel. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention it earlier. Catherine had canceled his credit cards, and he can't pay for his room. And he over there huffing and puffing. And Catherine like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I cut off your credit card, so you can't do jit jack diddly squat. 
And she said, I'll let you have a room if you tell me where Wyatt is. And he's like, I'm not doing that. So she said, okay, well, I'll give you five minutes. And if not, I'm having you thrown out of the hotel. And it, you know, switches to the other twin. Obviously, I feel like he go ahead and gets in. Because I don't think he about to get thrown out. I mean, if Jim do get thrown out, he get thrown out. And I have a good giggle. Because, you know, Jim just too high and mighty. Um, what else? What else? Mm. Okay, Quincy's sister, Quita. Now, Quita is the ghetto girl who I love to hate. I really love her. Her broken English makes me feel good about myself. She is real funny. I, I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, broken English. But that, she, her character is real, like, lively to the show. Now, she tried to steal a white credit card, tried to use it on the ATM, and the cops are right there and caught her. And Oscar was watching the whole thing because I guess he trying to hack the money back to um, Jim. Um, flashback. Now, Oscar is the man who marked Candace in getting the money back to Jim when he stole when she stole that $7.4 million from Jim. He was the one that marked her, the, wired the money back to Jim, hired by David. And Candace beat the stew out of him in that election building with that pipe. I know y'all remember. <laughs> That's why he had to get stitched in his forehead and everything. Candace beat the dog stew out of him. So that was just a clip fastback if you didn't remember Oscar. Um, back with Wyatt and Miss um, Jalapeno Pepper at Wyatt's house. Um, Wyatt opens up about his rape molestation experience and so does she. And then, of course, you know, when anybody, any two people make a connection on a um, soap opera, they start having sex. So, you know, they was like, oh, I was raped. Oh, I was raped too. Next thing you know, they're on top of each other. Right. Um, next, going on. Um, going back to David and Erica at David's other house that he now owns, but he has a, like on hold or whatever. Hello, y'all. Back at it. So as I left off, David and Erica are cute, you know, but I don't know. She kind of come off as the sugar daddy-ish. And you know, Erica all about the corn because she a bottom up whole garden tool you know she's a she's the bottom garden tool at least she used to be but you know she's still with that mess and um jim come over um they relations they friendship is very um master slave typish um almost i i feel like it is almost very because jim is very demanding and david is yes sir yes sir and just jumping on a lot of stuff and I'm just like David don't jump every time he say jump like come on now stand in your firm but he came over there demanding about some money and this is to help him out this he wanna use his credit card and stuff to help him out with the money and stuff I'm like Jim just a little worse and then he tried to buddy and try to see who the new girl he talked to why so you can screw her that's what you got candy for um Daddy says about um, getting to Mama Rose because she's avoiding them because she she probably got some stuff going on. David curves Jim when he tries to meet Erica as he should because Jim should really mind his business. Now, finally, we get to the best part when Veronica and Melissa is in that flipped over car because um, Jeffrey's white cop Boo Boo um, pushed her and made the, and Melissa was jerking the wheel and made the car flip over and stuff. Um, the car had flipped over or whatever, and Veronica's still trapped, but Melissa got out. Now, Melissa's the crazy girl that, um, Veronica blackmailed by keeping her father alive 
paying for his bills and stuff to sleep with Jeffrey, impregnated her. So now she holding her, her grandchild. This is a whole lot of mess. Melissa been through a whole lot, a whole lot of. She's very suicidal. Um, the tables have turned because it's good to see Veronica in distress. In distress. By that time, Jeffrey stabbed her in her shoulder. That was very nice. It's, it's nice to see characters that are mean get they do deserves. Obviously, I mean, I'm not too worried because they're not going to kill off Veronica. But it's good to see her in situations where she may die. Uh, in the, I mean, on the show, you know. Not not serious die, but you know. Fake die. But you know, good for views. Good for views. Um, Melissa is enjoying every bit. <laughs> and honestly, I can't blame her because Veronica put Melissa through hell and high water. And I think Melissa should enjoy it because... She should enjoy it. I mean, why not? Overall, this season break came back. Comeback episode was pretty okay. I'm waiting to see how it plays out. Mostly, I'm waiting for some more juiciness. It won't really juice, juice like that. It was just, I think, bringing everybody back and rekindling on old stuff to bring stuff back into people's memories so they wouldn't forget where they left off. Which I'm not mad at because I can't expect too much, you know, from a season break back episode now like always y'all can call in give me any feedback you have any comments that you feel about this season so far with the have and have nines do you like this segment so far I mean I'm trying it out this is going to be a new segment now the halves come on Tuesday so I'm going to try to have this out Tuesdays the night come out that night or even Wednesdays that morning so you know and I'm trying to go I'm gonna try to do some more shows as well stay tuned because I will be coming back later on or probably or maybe back to back I may just go ahead and try to knock it out of the way yeah I may try to go ahead and knock it out of the way but I will be back with the 2018 list but y'all let me know what you think about the review room da -da -da. I like that let me know what y'all think about that and how y'all rolling with it call in as always and I will chat with y'all later bye